1: No purchase necessary, void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to this very special edition of the Lindsay Elmore Show. Several months ago, I had the opportunity to interview more than 40 industry experts who taught me all different aspects of how we engineer our microbiome towards health and away from illness. I interview physicians, pharmacists, nutritionists, and thought-leading experts as we explore the many ways that all of the bugs and microbes that live on us and in us affect our health. Every week, I will be dropping a sample of one of the interviews right here in your feed, and you can follow along just like you do our full episodes of the podcast. When you decide that you would like to listen to a full interview from the Engineering Your Microbiome Summit, All you have to do is head to wellnessmadesimple.us. Get signed up for free and you will immediately have access to watch not just this episode, but all of the episodes and interviews that we conducted in the Engineering Your Microbiome Summit. Head to wellnessmadesimple.us to help learn practical tips that you can use in your daily life to ensure that you are walking towards health and wellness and away from illness. Welcome back, everyone, to the Engineering Your Microbiome Summit. I am your host, Dr. Lindsay Elmore, and today in this interview, we are going to be talking about why hydration can be used to engineer your microbiome towards health. I am interviewing a real-world scholar. Her name is Gina Bria. She is an anthropologist and the author of Quench, Your Five-Day Plan to Offer. Optimal hydration. With 50 recipes, she shares her research from desert communities and why they have far. Better microbiomes than we do, how microbes are seasonal, and how to get all of the richness about how hydration can help us to engineer our microbiome. Gina is the founder of the Hydration Foundation and won the Buckminster Fuller Design 10-Year Award. Gina, thank you so much for coming in today and being a guest on the Engineering Your Microbiome Summit.
0: Uh, Lindsay, I can't wait to have a conversation for your audience and uh, our microbiomes are going to talk to each other. How I
1: know, I know our microbiomes. I think we think of the microbiome as being something that's just in us, but it's in us, on us, around us and communicated via our human interactions and our animal interactions and our plant interactions. And as we're going to talk about today, our water interactions. So start us out with the basics. Why does the microbiome need hydration?
0: Well, it's, uh, it's a big surprise. Um, I, it comes from science that has identified and this is the work of, the, of uh, May Wan Ho, who was a, a geneticist, and she identified that all cellular biology is run by water. And the big aha moment for me, Lindsay, was recognizing, oh, that doesn't just mean mammalian cells or human cells. That means all cells and that means our microbiome. So uh. our microbiome is run on the hydration, the appropriate hydration for its own cells in its own material made up made of water.
1: Yeah, so I know, I know. So okay so talk to us about you know if all cell biology is run on hydration what is the water itself doing and what are the problems that occur when our cells become dehydrated perfect
0: so um the what's what's happening is um the uh the, the materials in the uh, inside every bio- biological cell all living cells Um, What water is doing in that is getting it wet. It's gloriously buoyant. The membranes are fully inflated, they're buoyant, and why that matters is that not only is the tissue material, the actual material of the microbiome, then uh, fully engaged like little balloons, but then it's also able to adequately send signaling. So when your, your your membranes are crumpled, or dehydrated, they obviously can't send signals to each other In it's like a static interruption. The signaling that goes out isn't as clear. And that signaling involves its own work, its own life, and its relationship to all the other cells that are around it, so other microbiome and our cell tissue itself, our own cells. So this is extremely important because what we're talking now about is the communication system between the microbiome and our, our other cells, the microbiome to each other, and then ourselves to each other's cells. So it's a big, big um, domain that we're, we're talking about, and it's so easily enhanced. It's brought to full coherency and maybe a better word that can land it for our audience, is uh, orchestration. Mm-hmm. And this is a second-to-second, second, it's nanosecond-to-second thing that's happening, uh, this this communication between all the materials. So that, and it's all based on hydration.
1: But But isn't basically everybody adequately hydrated?
0: Oh, (laughs) uh, it's my job now as an anthropologist to share with you the discerning news that we live in an extremely dehydrating culture. And the things that dehydrate us are all around us. They are our severance from the natural uh, environments in nature that we live with because we live indoors. And then we further take hydration hits in our culture with things like processed foods, with things like prescriptions, things like um, indoor living, immobility, um, oh my gosh, uh, drywall. We live in drywall buildings. <laughs> uh, commuting in cars, and then ultimately stress. So the stressors that are released in our body, the chemicals then interfere with the ability of um, the hydration signals to happen. So- okay. Yeah, that's so, a lot of things.
1: So we're we're all chronically dehydrated, is
0: is what you're saying? We and, are, yeah, and our animals are too. Our our domestic pets are as well. So now we have to. Now this is now you know why I how found, I founded the Hydration Foundation <laughs> to help people understand um, ways back to optimal hydration in a compromised environment. Okay, so.
1: I, I'm, I'm willing to bet that you're about to tell us that it's more than just drinking water because even in my much more limited understanding of hydration, one of the big things that I've heard over and over again from clinicians is it's not enough to take a giant glass of water and slam it down so how do we adequately hydrate when we live in a world where it's like well while i'm driving in my car i can at least drink this 20 ounces of of water and i I mean just start us there what does a day where you're fully embracing the mission to be adequately hydrated look like
0: Okay. um, Well, from my research in desert communities, the big uh, finding there was that those communities now, of course, I picked them because it's the most extremist environment, right? If I was going to find out what dehydration did or what hydration can do, I wanted to look at where I could get the best information most quickly and what the big aha there was finding out they were hydrating using plant material. Not guzzling liquid because they didn't have liquid to guzzle, right? Like our prescription of eight glasses a day is just a woefully inadequate understanding of how hydration happens. And now that I've laid the place for you that um, all cell biology is run by hydration, I can move you into the the, uh, realization of how much water is locked up in plants. So when we are ingesting a high plant diet, we are receiving this extraordinary kind of water, the water that actually then is easily received into our own biology, our own cells. And that water is already in this um, electrified state by virtue of plants receiving sunlight and mineral charge from the ground, sunlight from the air. So the water inside plants is going to be more able to be absorbed into our system than guzzling a glass of water. And I know it's hard to believe, uh, but I often share that an apple will be more hydrating to you than that guzzling that glass of water. And that's because the water in that plant is far more efficient at getting absorbed, not to mention love nature. Thank you, mother. She's organized it in that, Apple, so that the pectin or the fiber material in that plant, that apple, will stay in your system and it will time release the water so that fiber becomes an extremely important part of the hydration chain. And we'll get back to that part on microbiome in a minute, but overall, Not only do you have to ingest better kinds of water, plants are a fabulous way to increase that, and things also assistance from minerals like putting mineral drops in your water or even a pinch of sea salt, which has its own set of minerals, bringing higher electric charge to that water. But then you have to distribute it in your system. So Mm. the second part of hydration is movement. And this just includes gentle movement. So if you now I wanna take you back sitting in that car, you have your giant bottle of water near you, at least put salt in that, just a pinch. It's not gonna overdo a sodium low diet. It's just enough to begin to charge that water. So
1: it's- Well, very- and we could have a really long debate about just how vilified sodium has become when it's like, no, no sodium's clutch. Sodium is very, very clutch. Like stop vilifying sodium and let's put the blame squarely where it belongs on the sugar
0: you know what i mean like let's let's shift our mindset here well if i just mentioned that putting a pinch of salt water in salt in your water is literally diluted saline and what do they give you when you go to the emergency room and you're dehydrated you Mm get a you get a saline bag so this is just a very mild ongoing way to assist our system to be able to absorb hydration. And that's the key right there is the absorption. Now, not only are we absorbing that water, but now our microbiome is as well. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna add a pinch of salt. And
1: I, I have two follow-up questions. The first of which is if we're going to hydrate using plant materials. What are your favorite go-to plants that have, you know, either this combination of, like you mentioned in the apple, the pectin and the fiber that creates this time release system, but what other plants have special hydrating properties?
0: Well, nature loves us, so all plants are doing this. So most plants are 80% water going all the way up to like 96 So... Uh, any plants in your life including you know beginning to include more plants in your life leafy greens most leafy greens are 95 and above you know they're huge they're they're huge water sources we don't think of them but if you think of a cow out there grazing all day what they're doing is hydrating <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> so just helping um, our listeners realize look um anytime i add a plant to my diet, whether it's mushrooms and whether even if it's cooked, of course, you're going to lose some of the hydration in cooking it, but that's okay. You're still getting over 50 percent. You're still getting 60, 70 percent, 80 percent. So when so I like to help people go, okay, we're in this environment and which is very dehydrating. We eat a lot of dehydrating foods. How can I begin to think and uh, uh, compensate a compensatory way to move through my day. So if I am going to have a piece of pizza, I'm going to go and get an apple, or I'm going to have a salad with it, or I'm going to um, compensate. You're 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 in this flow experience, and you're bringing in. Uh, new forms of hydration to help you compensate. If you're going to take prescription medicine, then you're going to realize that the old adage was take, you know, two aspirin and a glass of water. What I want you to do is take two aspirin and take, you know, two forms of hydration to compensate for the I- effect. So now I've turned you into fish <laughs> that are wide, that are swimming through your day looking for sources of hydration throughout your day. And that's the way, That's a very different idea than just like, what is my hydration level? I'm gonna get to that, you know, give me those eight glasses. It, it isn't really like that. It's about, oh, I, I need to stand and walk around a little bit. Um, I need to activate my lymph flow system. So, you know, make sure you get your arms over your head sometimes during the day. So you're, you're using all of these beautiful lymph nodes to, to drain and move, you're moving your fluid self. Through the day.
1: If you've been wanting to live a healthy lifestyle, but you're done trying temporary diets and exercises and you are frustrated because you don't know where to find reliable health education and you don't have someone that you can trust to lead you to what wellness options are out there and make them simple enough to incorporate into a busy modern lifestyle you are the perfect person to head over to wellnessmadesimple.us where you can learn practical skills from me that you need to build a healthy lifestyle When you get access to Wellness Made Simple, you will be immediately poured into more than 85 videos, more than 11 hours of education, and join a community of more than 2,400 positive reviews. All you have to do is get access by heading to wellnessmadesimple.us. Watch the coursework and implement simple strategies daily into your life that can positively transform your health. Head to wellnessmadesimple.us to get access today. The Lindsay Elmore Show is written and produced by me, Lindsay Elmore. Show segments are produced by Sue Procco and Derek Lugo. Sound design and editing is by Jive Media. Support the Lindsay Elmore show by heading to lindsayelmore.com slash podcast. Your contribution, no matter how big or how small, helps us to bring the best guests to the interview chair. Thank you so much for listening. Subscribe, rate, and review the show on Apple Podcasts. Share this and all of your favorite episodes with a friend and on social media. Be
0: sure to tag at Lindsay Elmore Show and help us bring the pod to more people.